This program is a paid commercial announcement. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bizarre of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State Registered Investment Advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Extant, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Kraus. And welcome in, everyone. We welcome in the Delaware Valley to the Thrive Retirement Roadmap, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services. Another week uh, has transpired and gone by, and uh, I think we've now zeroed in uh, on the right time, uh, David, to... Uh, based on the response and the number of questions that are starting to pile up, I think we've reached a perfect time uh, to go into the mailbag and answer a lot of questions. And normally that's something that you think you would do at the very end of the show, but there's such good content uh, in the questions that are being asked. I think we'll spend the full hour on the broadcast today. Well, I think we're, I think we're hitting topics during our shows, Joe, that... Um, really do resonate with our audience and and are prompting a lot of great questions. We're getting uh, live phone calls, you know, people calling calling, uh, directly in, and we're getting emails as well. And uh, and we're also seeing, you know, people, when we talk to them at the workshop, that they said they heard the radio show, and they heard a lot of things during the radio show that they hadn't heard before. So they wanted to come out to the workshop and kind of see how, you know, what we do and uh, what's a little bit different and how deep we really go into the conversation. So uh, today's show, we're going to spend a lot of time literally just kind of pulling out some of the emails and um, Brett, Karen, and I got together and over the week and kind of really kind of highlighted which ones we wanted to discuss uh, today on the show. Uh, If you're just tuning in for the very first time to Thrive Retirement Roadmap, the radio show, welcome uh, into the program. David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam uh, are the experts. I'm here for you. I'm just going to facilitate, execute, uh, and learn and get educated as I do on a weekly basis uh, here on Thrive Retirement Roadmap, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. I found an 
interesting stat, Karen, and I mm-hmm. wanted to, um, I guess I guess a good time to use it since we're going to go into the mailbag. Uh, off of a recent Gallup poll, April of 2018, so a current poll, uh, 51% of those age 50 to 64, so 50 to 64, which is right in the wheelhouse of right. uh, WPHT, uh, extremely worried about Social Security. Right. And what do you think that they're worried about? Did it say that they're concerned that it's going to be there? That's part of the worry. That's part of the concern. That's part of the concern. Right. Well, I understand their fears. And one of the things that we plan for in retirement is the what ifs. So what happens if certain things that you think were going to be there are not? Can you isn't it better to prepare ahead of time for that situation? And then if you have the social security check, that's fantastic. That's just icing on the cake. But that's what we do as a whole. Brett, David, and I, when we sit down with somebody, we take in all the information. And as a team, we look at everything all together. Just as recent as the pre- as last week's show, we used a scenario, or Brett, you shared a scenario uh, about when, where, when a mistake is made, even with social security, what the ramifications are. Are the idea behind this program uh, that you're listening to um, is to educate. I've got three people in front of me in studio that are here to advocate for the listeners of this radio station. It's all about education. Yeah, Kraus, and we talk about that a lot though in our social security workshops is really um, making sure that we're making these rational decisions, not emotional decisions. Again, the government's going broke. We're $20 trillion in debt. What could the case may be? I'm turning it on right at age 62 because I'm afraid that there's not going to be any money um, that's there for me. So again, that's part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap when we meet people that have great questions like that. Like, I get it. Um, uh, our firm belief is you're probably going to see some political suicide, Krause, if they try to get in there and, and essentially tweak um, social, so social security. Um, when we sit with our clients' children or younger people, I can't tell you that we're actively asking for social security statements. We're almost planning for those people, like the icing on top. But if I would say if you're 55 years of age or older, we got a plan on that being some sort of foundation. Back when uh, the government made changes to Social Security back in the middle of the night in November of 2015, they put a line in the sand saying this is the changes that are going to ma- be made. And if you were of this age by this period of time, you're grandfathered in. So, again, we believe we're going to see changes, but they're not going to be radical. It's out there. Again, we believe that it's still going to create a nice foundation for retirement, but again, a foundation doesn't get us all the way there. Let's jump into the questions Some thoughts from some of the response that uh, we've had, and as David mentioned, we've had a great response from the listening audience, and then the listening audience, uh, they're now starting to come out to the workshops uh, in bigger numbers, which is what we want. We want to continue to educate uh, the listening audience. Yeah, so how about, you know, I'll share with you kind of the topics that, because we've lumped a lot of it under heading, so to say. So uh, Karen and, and I and Brett will talk a little bit about some of the social security questions that pop up. Um, most of the questions related to social security uh, actually include some Medicare questions and things that we've discussed during the show. So, you know, like where does Medicare Medicare surcharges click in? So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. When should I take social security? What are, what are some of the um, conditions that I should consider 
when I want to take Social Security. Uh, annuities brought up, a, you know, tons of questions, obviously. It's, it's this topic that, you know, it's a buzzword. You either love them, you either hate them. Um, we neither, right? We kind of just go to the facts and the numbers. And if they fit and they are appropriate, uh, we utilize them. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the annuity structures out there. And then we get a lot of questions on how do I assess my risk? You know, I, I really am at this point and stage in my life where I don't want to risk my money. Where do I put it? What do I do? So I think as the show progresses, Joe, we'll, um, those are kind of the main topics that people ask. So we'll actually go into some different situations of clients that we've dealt with over the past couple of weeks to illustrate and answer those types of questions. The upcoming workshop this week will be uh, on the 16th, uh, which is Wednesday. It's the second time back now. You'll go to the Henrietta Hankins Library in Chester Springs, the starting time uh, for that will be 630. Uh, but the workshops really do provide an opportunity uh, for the listening audience, David, to get educated. They're, uh, they're all complimentary, um, but questions do come up and questions are raised uh, from the workshop and from what from the information that is shared. Right. Is that accurate? Right. And I just want to add in one thing there. It's part of a workshop is you, people don't know where to turn for information. And if you ask your advisor that you have now these questions and they don't know how to answer that, I would begin to wonder, uh, what, why am I paying them? Why are they my advisor? I need a second opinion. That's what David and I talk about and Brett. Another area is people can't really call Social Security. They can't give them advice. They can give them guidance. And we had a situation with a Medicare situation the other day. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, let, let's jump into a little bit right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me let me address something Karen just talked about. Um, and we have learned very well how to play with others in the sandbox, so to say, right? So we don't try to convince people to become our clients. Um, this Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review that we do, which is complimentary, is really the start of a conversation, right? So it's that 30,000-foot view of of what retirement's going to look like. But Joe, here's what happens. People take a look at that review and the amount of depth that we actually go through, either pertaining to social security, taxation and efficiency in retirement, doing a stress analysis on the overall portfolio and trying to figure out, you know, what could happen during there. Do we see market corrections? Is there a medical crisis that could occur? Things that could potentially disrupt retirement. And then we run that portfolio analysis using risk lies. My point of bringing all that up is when we do that, which to us is typically a first draft, 30,000 foot view, people are blown away that that's our first draft because they say most times nine and a half out of ten times they haven't gone into the other areas beyond just doing basic investment management so when people see that they start asking the questions well you know what do i do well you know i mean that's where we can talk about a possible engagement but that's entirely your prerogative then this thing kicks in this loyalty thing kicks in and our only encouragement to folks is look when you get into the fourth quarter of life, this retirement, it's a different set. Of, it's like a two-minute drill, right? Things kind of change dramatically. And the person who has stewarded your retirement thus far may not be able to fulfill 
that two-minute drill because it takes a special set of skills. And, and our advice is we understand loyalty. We appreciate and respect it. But at the end of the day, you've got to be most loyal to your family. And that's why we encourage people to just take us up on the complimentary review and either give you a green light or start that conversation to make sure that you navigate retirement successfully. I would encourage the audience as we go into our first commercial break here uh, on the big show, I would encourage the audience to start the conversation. There is zero cost attached to a conversation. Continue to get educated. It's the Thrive Retirement Roadmap, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services, 1-800-516-5861, 1-800-516-5861, or simply go to thrivefinancialservices.com and you can navigate your way through getting an email uh, into David, Karen, uh, or Brett. We'll get to our first commercial break here on The Big Show. When we come back, uh, we're going to deal with some of the questions that have piled up uh, over the weeks uh, from the mailbag, and we'll get into some specific topics. Please stay with us on a Saturday here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back here live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good morning and welcome in to the Thrive Retirement Roadmap, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services. I do want to remind everyone they're coming up on Tuesday, May 15th. Uh, it's the opportunity to play a round of golf uh, at North Hills Country Club, David. Uh, beatcancer.org is where you'll find information, but the foursomes are filling up. That should be a beautiful day at a great place. Totally excited about it. And if our audience is looking to uh, have some fun and witness a comedy act. I was going to say, <laughs> watch, watch you golf. They're yeah. not watching me. They'd fall down laughing. Yeah. But. No, it's um, <laughs> my, my handicap is my golf clubs. Okay, good. Yeah, All so right. that's, that's my handicap. So. Well, that, that means uh, that you're spending a lot of time uh, grinding it out with retirement and grinding it out in terms of uh, helping people. So I get, you know, I get it and appreciate it, but not lost in the ability of the comedy show uh, is the um, event itself, and it's all for Beat Wonderful Cancer. Yeah, yeah, go to BeatCancer.org uh, for all of that. Brett, let me start with you. Let's jump into the mailbag. Let's get some of the questions out, because the questions, I reviewed them during the break. Uh, there's a lot of good ones, and it, it leads to a lot of conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the very first one I want to uh, kick things off with, Krause, is you guys have been talking about Medicare surcharges over the past couple of weeks. What is that and how does that work? So so let's talk about that real quickly. So Medicare surcharge, again, once we achieve the age of 65, again, assuming there's no Social Security disability, but again, the age of 65, is Medicare typically becomes our primary um, insurance. However, and we talked about kicking off the show about tweaks to Social Security, is realize that they have been tweaking Medicare quite a bit over the past couple of years. So how a Medicare surcharge works is, depending upon your income that shows up on the tax return will dictate how much money you're going to pay for Medicare. And again, remember Medicare Part B, your major medical, and Part D, your prescription plan, they're taken directly out of your Social Security check. So if you are a married filing jointly couple, if you're showing greater than $170,000 on the tax return against the bottom of page one, modified adjusted gross income, if we show greater than $170,000, we are going to pay an additional um, amount for each of us in the household. And it could equate to, again, if we're used to paying, again, a good budget number we say is about $700 per person, uh, pardon me, per couple per month in retirement, where you could almost triple that number if you're subject to any of these surcharges. And how these surcharge levels work, Krause, this is important, is that they do what they call as a two-year look-back period. So let's say I'm working here in 2018. 
um, again in 2018, and uh, that's going to dictate how much I'm going to pay for uh, premiums in 2020. So here's a big one for us. Let's say we retire in 2018. And all of a sudden, in November of 2019, so I, I do my taxes in 18, in April of 19. What happens in November of 19, I get a letter in the mail from Social Security and says, you're subject to a surcharge. This is how much we're going to debit from your Social Security check or how much you need to write a check for us for. What's important is that there's a document out there called SSA-44. That's the way that we have the ability to appeal those decisions, and we encourage everybody to appeal. because I mean, when you say 700 could become 2,100 a month, that's a significant number. Absolutely. I mean, talking about budgeting for healthcare has got to be the number one thing that we see holes when we sit down with people, go through that Thrive Retirement Roadmap review, is they haven't necessarily thought about what Medicare um, and healthcare will cost, and, they don't, and they're not familiar with how a Medicare surcharge works as well. So again, it's one of those items that we absolutely need to navigate. That's part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap and review. And Joe, just... Like we we know Man, our, I'm stunned. You yeah, said I, know, I understand. <laughs> and we know our audience, and your stun or surprise is kind of the same. Like we have a smart audience, we have smart clientele. I mean, these are folks that you know have accumulated assets for retirement and are going to be able to retire. We bring up the word Medicare, and people go into a fog. They don't, some people don't even know that they have to register at 65 because they're still working. And we're going to talk, Karen's going to talk a little bit about that in a second. But it's, it's one of the misunderstood topics when you are doing planning for retirement. Brett could even illustrate a little bit too, because he's talking about tax part of the Medicare, right? It's the income that shows up on your tax return that will dictate whether you get a surcharge or not on your Medicare premiums. So what we share with people through this Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review are strategies on how to structure income so that, because you have to understand, and I want our audience to understand, there's a difference between cash flow and income. Income is what shows up on the tax return. Cash flow is what you get to spend on a monthly basis. So if you can structure your cash flow to be sufficient enough to meet your expense needs and not have to use taxable income as much, you can avoid paying those Medicare surcharges. Because people that you typically wouldn't think when they walk through the door, I got to be honest with you, there are times that people don't even know what they're going to be making in retirement. Right? So when we do the work for them, when we add up two social security checks, when we add up a pension, when we add in the required minimum distributions and we tell them that they're going to be bringing in $15,200 a month of income, they're like, what? wow. Then we have to break the bad news is that you're now over the $170,000 threshold as a you know, married filing jointly couple, and now you're going to pay Medicare surcharges. Now, if you do what we tell you to do and structure the income this way, you're going to be able to avoid that. And, that's a, and again, every year looks a little bit different than the last. I mean, we see people like, let's say, $170,000 is that first threshold, Krause, that we were speaking about. If you're going to hit 171, there's nothing we can do to, 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 to help offset um, what that surcharge will be. Sometimes it's realizing a little bit extra tax that year to ensure the following year we're not going to hit that surcharge again. So again, it's a little bit of that planning. My question, that was going to be my question, is the surcharge applicable on an annual basis? You got it. Again, it's that two-year look-back period. So again, reasons that you may be able to appeal it and win, you got you get married, 
um, divorced, uh, somebody passed away. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Work stoppage, that's a big one. Again, if I retire, that's a big one that we see out there. Sold a vacation house and realized all the capital gains. That's a, a loss of income. So you had a big income you know, in one year that's not going to be a continuing income going forward. Can't do anything about that specific year, but you can appeal so it doesn't occur again. Right, and, and offset it for the following. Yeah. And Karen, you had... You had uh, folks in this week right. about the med- didn't know about how and why don't you talk about that for a second? Well, I just asked him. His he, a gentleman came in. His wife is currently working. He was in his seventies. His wife is still working and has uh, health insurance through her job. And I just asked him if he applied for Medicare, and he said he doesn't remember if he did or not. And he asked why, and the reason is if you don't apply for it and then you go to, to need it. At a, when his wife's 65, she's going to need it, but he'll probably be 75. He's going to have to take pay a 10% extra. For each year you wait, it's 10%, 10% penalty surcharge on top penalty. of what your Medicare charge would be. So his premium will be significantly higher because he missed. For Medicare Part B. Right. For Medicare Part B, you, you still have to sign up for Medicare Part A. You have to get into the system. A lot of people forget this. Which is free. Which is free. You got to get into the system and be registered in the system, whether you take it or not. If you miss that registration, then you're going to be assessed a 10% penalty surcharge on an annual basis until you start taking it. Is it common knowledge to know that? Uh, I wouldn't say common knowledge. The information is certainly out there. Whether people seek it out, or even know to seek it out is is the question. And that's, again, you know, why it's important to get yourself educated about all the aspects when you're getting ready to plan for retirement. Listen, I think the waters, I think the waters are muddy. I really do, which is what, which is one of the reasons why I encourage the audience to, as you just said, it, to, to get yourself educated. There is absolutely no way you can have a handle on every one of those details. And the great part about it, Joe, is once you get educated, there's simple solutions. These are not things that are unsurmountable, right? I mean, these are things that can certainly be solved. Yeah, and then Krause, you're 64 years old. You get something in the mail probably every day pertaining to Medicare. Sign up for this, sign mm-hmm. up for this, sign up for that. And you don't know what's what. So again, it's just it, you don't want to just take the ostrich approach and put your head in the sand. But it's fine. To, it's finding out part of that information. And again, that's part of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap review. Again, understand getting getting all those puzzle pieces fitting together. Again, healthcare is such a critical aspect of the plan heading into retirement. Last thing before we head into uh, the the end of this segment, Krause, is talking about there's only two inevitables in life. We talk about it all the time during the workshops are death and taxes. And we talk about what happens to these Medicare surcharges. Again, we meet so many people. We said $170,000. You won't pay a surcharge until you're over that, married, filing jointly. But what happens when the first one of us passes away? All of a sudden, that $170,000 goes down to $85,000. And there's a lot of times we see people, while they're both living, never pay a surcharge. But when the first one passes away, next thing you know, they're in that third, fourth level, and there's nothing we can do about it. So, again, it's, it's important to plan for that retirement piece, again, as we enter retirement. And quick reminder to the listening audience, go to thrivefinancialservices.com. The workshop is Wednesday the 16th at the Henrietta Hankin Library in Chester Springs. It starts at 630. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. We'll continue on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT on a Saturday morning in the Delaware Valley. Stay with us, everyone. 
And welcome back, everyone, to Thrive Retirement Roadmap, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services. Special thanks to our listening audience for uh, not only tuning into the show today, and if you're new, if you're listening uh, for the first time, we hope you'll uh, come aboard uh, with us on this journey to get everyone uh, educated. And when I hear that statistic that 51% of uh, adults age 50 to 64 are worried about Social Security, and then I couple that with a 60% of those are confused by preparing or how to prepare uh, for retirement. Um, You find me, David, always sometimes with a perplexed look on my face, but I do leave here with at least an understanding on how to get myself educated. It is so, so important. I can't stress it enough. And I stress it more now since we started this radio program. Yeah, Joe. And we hope that you you know continue because, again, having you sit in the chair that you sit is really looking at this from the consumer's perspective, you know, and you see the genuineness and, you know, the, the empathy and, you know, the true caring that we have and the passion that we have to help people navigate this. Because, again, you, you get one shot. You, you really can't, you don't get a do-over in retirement. Once um, you know, you're not working anymore and you're relying upon Social Security, possibly a pension and um, your retirement assets. You got to do all the right things at that particular point or, you know, you end up, you, you know, your money running out before you do. And Joe, that brings me to I actually want to kind of shift a little bit from Social Security and Medicare and go to a little bit more of a complete situation um, and an example of a client that we visited with uh, last week. So we had, uh, we had a couple um, in their late 70s come in, and um, husband's still working, and he has a job that pays him significant income, and um, hadn't done things quite the right way, had gone through some setbacks, and you know has this uh, amount of assets for retirement where he, on his own, has identified that he's about $2,000 a month short. And uh, he's going to work another two years, and he's going to save a significant amount of money, which he can do, right? The amount of money that they make versus the expenses, they can sock away a bunch of money. But even doing that, after we ran the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, uh, you know, putting the different stressors, analyzing, and this guy was, you know, this guy was trying to hit a grand slam with two outs in the ninth inning type situation. So his investment portfolio was incredibly risky. He had a good concept that he was looking for good, strong paying dividend stocks, um, you know, targeting that he needed to make up about 5%. But when we looked through the portfolio, he was reaching for the stars. He had companies that we saw that, you know, they were paying great dividends, 11 and a half, 12%. But when we ran the you know, analytics on it, I mean, these are companies that are fragile, right? I mean, they, they're paying those types of yields because they have to, to attract money to come in. So um, this, guy's, this guy's retirement just completely at risk. On top of all that, Joe, he had uh, been advised and didn't know the questions necessarily to ask uh, to prepare to make a good decision. He wanted to protect his assets against any Medicare that if he, he or his wife needed to go into a nursing care facility, that his home would be protected. So he, you know, he expressed that concern to an attorney, and, and you know, lo and behold, what ended up happening was uh, they opened up an irrevocable trust where they stuck the home inside the trust so the trust would protect the home as an asset and couldn't be captured if they went into a nursing care facility. 
So long story short, Joe, is what we found out needed to be done is the following things. And we don't recommend this all the time, um, but we understand this recommendation inside inside and out, upside down, backwards and forward. And just like annuities, sometimes there's other financial instruments out there that have stigma attached, one being reverse mortgages. But, you know, we've got Bob Hansen as a strategic partner with Reaver Mortgage. Brett and I come from the banking business. So we understand how reverse mortgages, we know that it's a government agency issued product. Um, it's not the stigma. It's not negative like what people thought it was. Bottom line, Joe, is we needed to utilize a reverse mortgage to be able to, the asset of the home is $900,000. So somewhere between 450 and 550 of that money could be utilized to supplement the assets to generate more income. So we talked to our strategic partner attorneys and found out that if the trust had a revocation clause, meaning it could be reversed, which thankfully it did, we would be able to move the home out of the trust, do a reverse mortgage, liberate about a half a million dollars, put that on top of the 700,000 they already had accumulated, $1.2 million, and now go to work with $1.2 million to be able to fill that gap of $2,000 a month without question. But this is a person who knew he was stuck, had gone to many other financial advisors, and was not able to get a clear picture of what the solution was. When we sat and talked, it was clear as day. They were very pleased and decided they want to move forward with that process. So that's an example of something that's a little bit of an outlier, but we're capable of handling those situations, Joe. And and what I learned uh, from that example is, as individuals, you're not going to see the end by the decisions that you've made. So the the ability to have an expert, the ability to have you analyze and look at it as part of the retirement roadmap is, is, is really key. If they don't come into you, they never get that answer. Sure. So Joe, what do you think's a better vantage point? You got um, you got a coach sitting on, you know, you know, playing football, you got the coach on the field, right? He sees things a certain way. But how often does he go up to the coaches sitting up in the press area to get a better picture of what's actually happening globally on that field? Well, it happens more now than it ever did before with analytics and everything else. I mean, the the coaches' boxes, to use your example, are now filled with coordinators and everybody else to add to that look uh, from up top. Same same here. Same holds Mm -hmm. true, right? Yeah, and and who has the input to the coach? It really depends on the play. And what we're talking about is we're talking that fourth quarter now, that retirement stage, where it's going to take a different view with a different input to make sure it's a, success, you know, a successful play. And just to, to clarify, couples, the couple was in their 70s. Late 70s. Uh, yeah. Late 70s, still working, uh, or, or he, was, st- he, was, still he, working. he was still working. Uh, and I'm not talking 40 hours a week. I'm talking 60, 70 hours a week. And God bless. The guy looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's in great health. Um, his, his job is a very high-stress job. But, um, and, and he recognizes he's got to work two more years. And that's unfortunate because if he said to us flat out, he said, if I would have met you guys 15 years ago. I'd be retired right I'd now. been retired. That's exactly it. And that's, it, it's never too late, but the sooner the better. 
And you know what, David, was, what he was just chatting about right there was talking about the, the income sources, which is another question that we have out there, Krause, is how important and what should I consider with my income sources heading into retirement? So when we talk about income sources, what David was just chatting about is an unconventional income source, which is our property. Again, we don't necessarily think about all the time, do I need to tap, tap into the equity of my house? And again, if things weren't done properly, sometimes we're not, don't call it the last-ditch effort. Look, again, a lot of people, when we talk about that concept, re, uh, reverse mortgage, they think of last-ditch effort. Again, it's realizing, what do we call net worth in a house? Dead net worth. Again, what do we call equity in a house? Pardon me, dead net worth. So again, how do I access that money? Because conventional wisdom has taught us to get out of debt, but maybe I don't have all those assets put away. Um, from a retirement perspective. Um, so that- I, I often wonder, and you've heard me reference my mother-in-law many, many times uh, on the program, and I just often wonder when she decided to sell her, uh, to sell her home and, uh, and take that, take all that money that came from that home, I often wonder now, did she make the right decision at that point when she was selling the home? We'll never know the answer to that right. um, at this point, but I think the point of that is... Um, You've got to get educated. You've got to ask the questions because you're never going to know the right answer until you get with somebody that can give it to you. I cannot stress that uh, enough. And I leave here, I leave the studio weekly knowing that. That's it. I mean, you said it right there, Krause. I mean, when we, when, we, when we chat about those income sources, whether it's a reverse mortgage, a pension, or Social Security, again, we talk about during a workshop all the time. And again, I said it a little bit earlier, making sure we're making these rational decisions, not emotional decisions. Meeting with a couple later this week, which is a perfect segue into my question, where they said we made some mistakes in the past, and they're done with, but now we got to deal with them the way um, the cards are dealt. A couple had um, needs of approximately $11,000. Two pensions, two social security checks. His pension was about six times more than what hers was. Here's the issue. On the surface, between the two of them, they have about $13,000 of guaranteed income coming into the household. Per month. Per month. Per month. But if if it's him that passes away first, and he's older, so actuarially he's supposed to, is that $8,000 of income is going to go away. You want to talk about changing the standard of living and the quality of life, and it's those pensions. And, and what, the, what the challenge was, was each of them were able to retire at the ripe old age of 60. So they've always been out of work now for almost a decade and a half, but they both chose single-life pensions. Now, they had some assets on the sideline, and they said that's a good thing because they understand that there is a potential hole that's going to be there to be able to fill them out. But, and where a lot of the mistakes happen as well is when we look at people that do choose single life pensions, because for those of you that may be listening, saying, hey, I got a single life pension, why is that a bad mistake? It's all about the planning that's done around that. Again, if I'm a, if I'm a single, uh, single uh, taxpayer where I don't have any children or significant other, hey, it's not, obviously not necessarily a bad thing. But again, if I am married or if I am thinking about children or whatever that case may be, is we see people in the, the concepts called pension mats, where I take a single life pension where it gives me that highest payment possible and then we see people that go out there and they'll buy a life insurance policy where it won't, the cost for that life insurance policy will not cost 100% between what that payment would be guaranteed for my spouse and or, and or me. So they take that higher payment, buy a life insurance policy with some of the difference between if I would have added my spouse or not. And then if I were to pass away first, at least my spouse is going to have a life insurance policy that they're going to be able to continue with that same quality of life. Here's the problem with that thought process, though. Krause, we've talked about during the show permanent life insurance, term life insurance. 
or how comfortable would you feel retiring at the age of 60, taking a single life pension, and let's say I go out there and buy a half million dollars policy with a 20-year term? Could, do you see a potential flaw in that? What is it? What happens if I die and you're 21? Again, if I went out there and bought a life insurance policy, so protecting my spouse, protecting my spouse where if they pass away, and all of a sudden I pass away the year after the policy expires, no, now there's no death benefit and now there's no pension payment. So it sounds like the person who won was the person that sold that life insurance policy where there was flawed, flaws in that planning. So again, we talk about income sources, again, being an important puzzle piece again, and that's part of, of what we go through through that Thrive Retirement Income review, that roadmap, that Thrive Retirement Roadmap review process. Again, identifying what those income sources are, number one, and number two, are they going to last both me and my spouse? You can go to thrivefinancialservices.com, thrivefinancialservices.com, or call 1-800-516-5861. We're coming to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT on a Saturday morning in the Delaware Valley. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in. We encourage you to stay with us as we go to the commercial break. When we come back, our last segment uh, of the hour, uh, sure to be eventful and sure to be filled uh, with more information. Back in a moment. And back here live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's the Thrive Retirement Roadmap, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services. Again, uh, questions, go to thrivefinancialservices.com. The upcoming workshop, the Henrietta Hankin Library in Chester Springs, the start time, a little bit earlier than normal, 630 uh, on Wednesday the 16th. Call 1-800-516-5861. Hey, Joe, thank you very much for that. Um, I just, something very important we forgot to discuss, and that is, Brett, happy belated birthday. Thank you. We're, the, thank you. Uh, we're over 40 now. I am? Yes. It's a new decade. Yep. So, just, that's pretty important. So, I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday, and he can enjoy... Uh, Jets to the mom and Karen. She always remembers birthdays. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good stuff. I'm yeah. sure your wife made you a special cookie for your birthday. That's it. We actually have none for the workshop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She made a couple extra. So I, uh, I got my hand. I like the, I like the, the well done chocolate chip cookies. So right, she well saved done. a couple from me. And, right. that, and that's also illustrative of how different Brett and I are in everything that we do, <laughs> because I cannot eat a well done chocolate chip cookie. They need to be mushy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, that's not even your favorite cookie. It's so. not even my favorite cookie, but if it's a chocolate chip, it's got to be mushy. It's got to be warm and mushy. Warm. Well, well since, I, since I gave up carbs and sugars and I can't have that cookie, um, I could have brought them in a keto brownie, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not you sure. They're delicious. Keto? Where do you get those? My, my sister-in-law just made them, for, uh, made them for us. We were uh, over her house for dinner and she made them. It, they were awesome. Wow. We yeah. have to get that right. No joke. Like, no, no, they were all. I mean, they we were watched awesome. Fox First in time the morning, them, they were awesome. And Mike, Jarek, and yep, the, whole the whole crew there gave up sugar. I think they're on day eight or day, day nine. Mike looks like he's 40 years older now. <laughs> the stress that he's going through. So, now, Mike, I, it, Mike I, I take that back. You look fantastic. Yeah. Well, we always say you've got to be healthy to be wealthy. So That's maybe right. we'll and bring the nutritious uh, We do say that. I mean, you can have all the money in the world, but when you go to retire, if your health isn't there... The, then what's the point of planning for retirement? No, so. I, I, I like it. Brad, I'm going to get you a keto brownie. I'll try I'll it. Shot. It sounds good. It All sounds right. good. So um, I just wanted to say to everybody that's listening listen to our show, and thank you very much for listening to our show. Uh, when we talk about the Thrive Retirement Roadmap, uh, take us up on it, come on in. 
it's not all doom and gloom. We just are talking about that on our show. But there are people that come in that are happily surprised that they're going to be okay in retirement. And sometimes they leave as friends and we don't talk to them again. Or sometimes they follow up with us six months later. Things happen. And meaning what? You, you've come in, they, they've come in, you've done the review, and you get to the end of the review and you say, hey, you guys are good. Right. We got some good news for you. We give you the green light. You planned well. You did well. Um, you luckily got good advice. Some people are managed by themselves, and, and that's great. And we have people that come in, and we do the retirement roadmap review. And let's just say the husband or the wife, one of them, they're married. One of them is great. They're managing their own money. That's great that you're doing a great job, but I have a question for you. If one of you, the person who is the money handler or the one who is managing the money and the funds, what happens when that person passes away? Do you have a succession plan? That's a great point. Because a lot of times, you know, yeah. and we're, we are very non-biased. We, you know, if we sit down with a married couple, husband and wife, we pay attention to both participants and we want to make sure that the plan is foolproof. And a lot of times it is a self-managed situation. And what Karen brings up is, is definitely happens. You know, us guys tend to go first and you end up having a spouse that doesn't really have the financial horsepower, so to say, to continue with the plan at that when, point. When my father-in-law passed away, my mother-in-law had everything dumped on her lap. She had yeah. never done anything before. Yeah. She had never done anything. He, w- he managed everything. And all of a sudden, which I guess it would have been... At 70 years old or 71 years old, she needed to start getting educated and managing everything from the apartments to this. Uh, the it's whole a lot of stress. A lot of stress, no it's doubt. A lot of stress. You say it too, because a lot of people we meet from the workshop too, Krause, they're self-managed. And it is. It's, they know it, that they're in a good situation. And, and, but the reason they come in, they want to save more. They want to, how can I not give as much money to the IRS? If, if you had a choice of giving money to the IRS, a, a long-term care facility, or your loved ones, who you want to leave it to? I mean, the obvious answer is your loved one. So how do you keep the government out of our pocket? How do we keep long-term care facilities out of our pocket? Again, people are just really looking for, they don't know what they don't know, which is what the process is all about. I would tell you probably more times than not, it's not doom and gloom like Karen was saying. It was like, things are going to look great. But if we if we tweak this a little bit over here, we tweak this a little bit over there, not only are we giving our money, our, our money to our children, you're doing it in a very tax-efficient way as well. And again, a lot of times it's just introducing some new concepts like leverage into the equation and stuff like that. So again, we enjoy um, helping out those people be able to do a, a enhancement of their legacy, just like we like to help people filling that hole where they may not be able to have that monthly income on a, on a monthly basis. So again, whether you got $100,000, whether you got a million dollars, or whether you have $10 million, and we've dealt with all those clients in here. That's what, again, what, what a, that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is. Again, it looks a little bit different for every single person. David, let's spend the last five minutes of the program explaining to the listening audience what makes up that review. What is that review? So, so the review is, is multi, multiple parts. You know, it's a first appointment and a second appointment. Both of those appointments are completely and utterly complimentary. And I know it's really difficult for people in these days and times to believe that there isn't a catch, there isn't a hook to all of that. But, you know, we say what we mean and we mean what we say. And that's just the reality. And until you test us on that, you know, you're not going to know for yourself. But the first appointment, which lasts somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour, is where we get to know each other a little bit. And again, most people are coming out of a workshop. So they have an idea of what we do. And we ask, okay, so you sat at our workshop. 
what are some, give me your top three biggest questions and areas of concern. What do you want to know? And we'll spend time answering those questions. And after we answer those questions, most people want us to take a look at the different aspects that are they're going to deal with in their financial uh, retirement. So um, we look at social security statements because we want to, if they have not yet started taking social security, we don't know if everybody knows this or not, but there are 567 different combinations of how you could potentially take social security where the end result is you have increased the amount of benefit paid to you by Social Security over your lifetime. Wow. It's a lot, right? It's a lot. So we want to look at Social Security statements. We want to figure out and calculate, you know, you know, what's the longevity? How's the genes? You know, what's the history? Are your parents still alive? Um, when did they pass away? So how's your health? So we can kind of get an estimate to try to figure out those that spreadsheet analysis. What's the best combination? What's the best time for you to take Social Security? Um, we take a look at budgets. Budget is a big area. Most people have never really compiled a budget. So we have to work on that because at the end of the day, when you have quote unquote fixed income, you have to work to what you're going to spend on a monthly basis with some fluff in there. Uh, so we, we gather all that information. We gather up tax returns so we can take a look at historical and what it's going to look like in the future through our planning. We take a look at um, portfolios, so brokerage accounts and mutual fund statements and all of that. And then anything else that people, you know, if they have trusts, if they have wills, they want us to review those, make sure they're in good alignment with what the objective is. So we go through all of that. And then our team here at Thrive gets together. And uh, we spend a good amount of time. It might be five or six hours analyzing every aspect. And then we get back together, uh, usually 10 days to two weeks later, another hour. It's about an hour and 15-minute appointment. It's also complimentary. We actually deliver the analysis, the report. So we go through a Social Security maximization report. We go through a tax clarity efficiency report. We go through what's called Money Tree, and that's an analysis that stresses retirement, takes a look at every single aspect of retirement and gives you either a green light, yellow light, or a red light. Probability that your assets are going to last throughout your lifetime. And then we use Riskalyze and deliver the Riskalyze report, which is one of the areas that we're getting tons of inquiries about and requests, where we analyze someone's risk tolerance level and then their portfolio and try to see if they marry up or not. And then uh, we make an assessment overall. And we, like Karen said, it's not always doom and gloom. A lot of times we give people two thumbs up and say, you've done a wonderful job. Good luck. If you ever need us, we're certainly here to answer questions. And for those people who need our help, we'll help you. We'll tell you what to do. You can work with your existing advisor or you can engage us if you think we brought you the value. Can I tell the listening audience or ask the listening audience to please go to thrivefinancialservices.com or call 1-800-516-5861? I think that was five reports, valuable information, all wrapped up in a complimentary consultation with the client. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of value. And again, it's only our first draft. So when people decide to engage us, the amount of detail that we go into, and we don't have to do the math for them if they don't want that, but we really fine-tune these, and retirement becomes very, very predictable. 
Great way to end the show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT with some birthday music in the background, perhaps for Brent. We say happy uh, birthday on behalf of Karen, David, and Brett. I'm Joe Krause. Coming to you on a Saturday morning on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Don't forget about the workshop on Wednesday at the Henrietta Hankin Library in Chester Springs. Start time is 6.30. Until we join you one week from today, next Saturday on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.